This is the Wealth Game Podcast, where business owners and investors learn the game of growing and keeping more of their wealth through the same tax and investment strategies used by the wealthy. Your host, Brent Beeman, is a CPA, tax advisor, and president of Beeman & Company. There's a lot going on lately up on Capitol Hill related to the Inflation Reduction Act. And today I'm specifically going to talk about some of the electric vehicle tax credits and some of the electric vehicle opportunities related to the Inflation Reduction Act. We know it, it's not completely finalized. It's not in law yet, but it looks like it's on this track. And I think at least this or something similar to what I'll go over today will likely be passed in for the tax year 2022. So the first thing we'll talk about, and it's a huge thing for Tesla and GM vehicle owners or would-be vehicle owners, people that want to be buying a Tesla or a GM, the limit, the $200,000 limit on vehicles that each of those manufacturers could have their buyers claim, the limit on that has been removed or would be removed for Tesla buyers and GM buyers because currently the way it's set up now, if you bought a Tesla, you're not going to get the tax credit that say someone that is buying a Ford would get. And so that was a disadvantage for buying those vehicles but under this Inflation Reduction Act, the $200,000 manufacturer limit would be removed. You haven't been able to claim a Tesla tax credit since 2019. That would be removed for Tesla and GM buyers. And those other manufacturers wouldn't have that cap either. It would be completely removed. Um, one of the other things, just as for the amount of the credit, the credit for the new vehicles would be up to $7,500 or 30% of the purchase price, whichever is less. And that's new vehicle, newly manufactured. You'd typically buy that from the dealership. $7,500 tax credit on your tax return. There is another, uh, another piece of it that's brand new, a $4,000 credit for used vehicles. This was not in previous legislation. This was not in the tax code previously. If you bought a used electric vehicle, there was no tax credit that you could claim. But now there is a $4,000 credit that's potentially coming about in 2022, $4,000, or just like the other one, up to 30% of the purchase price. But it's that'd be pretty low. You buy a $12,000 car, you're getting about a $4,000 credit. That's about where you'd be maxing it out. So there's the other limitation, a new limitation is that the high-end luxury electric vehicles, there's going to be a limit and kind of a carve out where you will not qualify for electric vehicle credit on certain vehicles. For sedans, uh, the purchase price of the vehicle needs to be $55,000 or less to qualify for the credits. And I, we don't know exactly how the calculations will work or if there's going to be a phase out of it. But for right now, as far as I know, it's if you're over the $55,000, it would not qualify for that credit. And for SUVs and trucks, it is higher. There's an $80,000 limit on the purchase price of that vehicle. But if you think of like a, a Tesla Model S, Plaid, or Model X, some of those vehicles that are more than $80,000, one that comes to mind is like the, the GMC Hummer, which I think is a really cool truck. I want one, but it's over $80,000, and I wouldn't get a tax credit if I bought it. So make sure you, you're looking at the purchase price to really see if you you would qualify for that tax credit before you buy the vehicles, if that's swaying your decision. 
Another limitation, of course, with a lot of these opportunities, there are limitations. We need to navigate through those. Another one of these limitations is specifically with your income on your tax return. So this income limit is $150,000 for joint filers and $75,000 for single filers. Meaning if you have a $200,000 W-2 reported on your tax return every year, even if you bought a a sedan that's less than the $55,000 limit and you have enough liability to use up the tax credit, you would likely not qualify for any of the credit. And, and, and again, we don't know if there's a phase out on it yet, but we'll find out more as it, as it gets closer to passing. Well, and after it passes, of course, too. But if you're over that income limit, it's 150000 for joint filers and 75000 for single filers. You might not even qualify for the credit at all. And something to remember is you're looking at vehicle tax credits and even for for prior years for the other manufacturers that still qualify we see this a lot of times where someone will buy a car and they'll they'll come to us so they'll have their, their they'll have their tax return done they go well where's my tax credit and sometimes people do not have any tax liability whether it's a low income year or they have enough child tax credits or they just didn't have enough tax liability to get that the benefit of the vehicle tax credit in that year, sometimes they're not seeing the benefit immediately. And we can carry that credit over to future years, but sometimes you just don't see that benefit at all in that current year. So just I would talk to your tax preparer, tax advisor, and just kind of strategize with them to just really figure out if you'd be able to use that, if you'd be able to use that anyways. The last piece of this, which is completely new, related to the the comment I just had about using the tax credit or not, is a possibility, I don't know exactly how this is going to work yet, but the possibility to pass this tax credit on to the dealership, let the dealership take the tax credit and say it's a $7,500 tax credit that this vehicle could qualify for. If If you're over the income limit or if you're in a low income bracket where you don't even have enough income or enough tax to offset with that credit, there might be a way to pass that credit to the dealership and let the dealership take the credit. And then the the hope would be that they reduce the price of the vehicle by the, the amount of that credit. So if you went out and bought an $80,000 Tesla, instead of paying $80,000, if the credit could pass over to the dealership, the goal would be that instead of paying 80, you're going to pay 72,500 and you could immediately get that benefit because the dealership is going to claim it later. I don't know the ins and outs of that yet or how it would work exactly as far as tax forms or if you'd file it or what that process is for our dealership clients. But that is just something to consider. There's a lot more moving pieces with these electric vehicles and more hoops to jump through from what it sounds like. But at the same time, it looks like there there will be more opportunity for those used vehicle purchase, purchases, which we didn't have before, and for those manufacturers, Tesla and GM, they had been completely cut off of the of qualify from qualifying for the tax credit. So hopefully that helps you save on your taxes, get these tax credits. It just helps educate you a little more about what's coming out with this Inflation Reduction Act. There's over 800 pages, I believe, of of all sorts of things. A lot of it is tax related, though, and we'll we'll keep releasing these, and and hopefully it helps you out in the future.
Thank you for listening to today's episode. Be sure to subscribe and please provide a review of what you thought of this episode. For specific topic requests or questions to be covered, please email questions at wealthgamepodcast.com. Thank you.